<sighs> I'm okay. I'm okay. Okay is what I am, and I am grateful for it. Yeah, I mean, How are... these days, take what you can get, right? Yeah. I'm okay. I'm pretty grateful for it. I'm not sure mm. who I'm grateful to, but someone, I'm sure. Yeah, or not. You know. <laughs> well, it's good that you, you're sure that it's someone. I'm sure that it's someone, but you know, you don't have to be. Is that a is that a strange way to start a podcast? I think so. Like veiled references to to universalism and spirituality. I mean, you could just as easily say like the Sony Pictures Corporation. I'm grateful to the, them <laughs> for keeping my life in order. You know, you could could be anything. Mm-hmm. Could be. It doesn't have to be a deity. It could be the you know. It could be Buddy Cole from Kids in the Hall. He centers me. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. 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 Or, or Johnny Ive. I'm grateful Johnny to Johnny Ive. Could be Johnny Ive. Hmm. Yeah. Could mm-hmm. be the could be the guy who invented the slinky or the girl who invented the slinky. I don't know who invented the slinky. Right. You know, no, I, I don't mean to derail it. I just feel like I should <laughs> say it oh, in some form. Some. <laughs> right, we are on a rail. But uh, I, 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 this is this is absolutely not what I want to talk about, and I mean it. But I feel like there should be some form in the world where I express this. So I'm. Can I just do this, and then we go back to tech and stuff? Yeah. Sure. But uh, we've delayed our recording for the past month because of things that have been happening here. Uh, where I live, <laughs> and uh, among the things we talked about uh, as we kept postponing our recording dates was uh, like is is like elections and democracy like the ultimate you chose poorly topic and uh, and not that that's what we're gonna talk about what I what I do want to say is this morning I seriously had to like it allowed me to think about uh I. I would I'm not so sure I would take a functioning democracy if a functioning democracy is what allows for the shitty gun control that has led to some shitty news lately oh, like just some the, tragic in the, shit in the United States in, there, <laughs> in that country because right. they're the model right <laughs> of democracy so so you know like I uh, it pains me but I will uh, you know I'm I I, I I, I can't believe that in my ridiculous broken democracy country, I, I don't have to worry about my son going to school. Like that's so I, I just wanted to express that yeah. and then we can talk about stupid things. <laughs> sure, 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 sure. <laughs> Sorry. No, that's fine. Yeah. Um yeah. Uh <laughs> it's um I think sometimes important to remind people that the United States of America is is not a functioning democracy. <laughs> By most I guess, measures. yeah. Um, right. They're like some weird republic type situation. I learned this in civics class in high school, and I've forgotten most of it. But like, they're not—they're not a democracy by most measures, and mm. that's one of the reasons it's so difficult to to like get an unpopular sitting congressperson out of power. You know, mm. um, and why like popular votes while they count them count <laughs> right right like like in a functioning democracy uh the person who wins the popular vote would win and they they tell you who won the popular vote in america but then they're also like yeah but we don't go by that <laughs> so um and like like incumbency is everything there like like it's so it's so much more difficult to beat the champ in america than in other democracies um it's fairly easy to beat the champ in Canada. 
Like, incumbents don't have nearly as much. Like, in Canada, you can lose your title by disqualification or countout. See, you say that, and I immediately understand. Like, ah, yes, yes, that's right. Yeah. I but, get it. But in America, you it's like you can only win by last man standing match. Like, you don't even right. win by pinfall or submission. Right. Yeah. And it's it's only the champion who follows those rules. Yes. Like yeah. yeah it's, so. so it's it, it's like if MJF was the WWE champ. Yeah. So. Like it, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like you had to. It's like if you had to do the the ten ten um, whips every time mm-hmm. you wanted to. Every time. <laughs> I just want to say for our listeners, I, I deliberately said WWE champ. Uh, not AEW, so you don't have to like email me. I think it'll be okay. Or- <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. D- canonical WWE champion MJF. That's right. Yeah. Um, it's gonna happen, but oh, you know. Yeah, that's gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs> um, Sorry. So technology, so de- gadgets derailed. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> I just I find it sometimes useful when talking about American politics to bring up pro wrestling mm. as much as possible um, because it actually it, helps a lot of people understand. <laughs> it does. It helps me, man. Like when you said it, I was like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Countouts. DQ. I get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep, I mean, yep, yep, yep. So um, I voted yesterday uh, in my provincial election. Ah, congratulations. Um, yeah. It was fun. It was it was night. We did. We walked to a school and then it took mm. us 10 seconds to vote. And then we walked back and we got ourselves like an ice cream bar as a treat. Wow. Yeah. That's what voting should be. You should get to go on a nice little park walk. You should get mm-hmm. to. You, you should spend all of 10 seconds in there and mm. then you should get an ice cream bar. See, that sounds like the dream. But Isn't that nice? I just, you know, yeah. I like to live my life simply and give myself mm. little little rewards. Mm. You know? My vote a month ago took four hours. Jesus. Uh, yeah, and you know, that was that was an easy vote. Like, uh, my for some of my friends stayed for 28 hours waiting for broken machines to get repaired. So that's a whole thing. Now my, like, this is a provincial election, not a federal election. The, 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 mm. the bigger deal ones are the lines up the lines are a little longer and this was um advanced polling do you guys do that at all do you guys like or not for regular citizens no regular but like citizens, for... you gotta line up on the day yep yeah yep yep, yep. so the media and like foreign workers yeah like or, or migrants and they get advanced polling we've yeah. been i think steadily increasing the amount of days you can vote in canada mm. which is nice i think that's great um and it means that it's fast, usually, right? Mm. Like lower the friction. It's good, right? Yeah. Right. Make things easier for yourself. Uh, Go Canada, man. Yeah, it was okay. I mean, I really hope it goes the way I want it to go. But mm. you know, I mean, even Canada, our 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 election choices are usually between like somewhat dry technocrats and evil billionaires, or right. or people who. Who fancy themselves evil billionaires? (laughs) So is it is it like like it is in the U.S. and the way it is here nowadays, where like if you're if you're if you support one candidate, you're a normal person, and if you support the other, you're evil. Uh, yeah, all the time, and and that works both Mm. ways, right? Of course, depending on who you talk to. Um, Right, right. 
you know, and I like to and and I like to sometimes say that like you're you're not necessarily always voting for the person you want to win. You are 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 also voting against the person you want right. to lose, right? That's of you course. Know, that's a bleak, cynical take on things. But mm-hmm. sometimes I do think all my vote is good for is canceling out a a, a crazier person's vote. Mm. Um you know, but that's still useful. That's still something. <laughs> oh, I agree. <laughs> that's how it's been here for a while. Mm. So, yeah. you know, uh, yeah. Well, congratulations on your vote and your ice cream. I hope it goes well. Got I hope him. it goes. Uh, knowing knowing nothing about uh, your provincial politics, I, I hope it goes the way you want it to go. Like specifically you. Specifically me, yeah. Well and, yeah, and, you. and this was definitely a time where I was like, I don't like any of the candidates, but mm. I I rank them in terms of who I don't like the least, and that's who I end up mm. going with. That's it's that kind of election, you know? It's like there's no cult of personality here except for that I'm voting against the cult of personality in this one. <laughs> right. Right. Sounds like fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Super fun. You know, yeah. Uh Magnum bar. I like a Magnum bar. Nice. Yeah. Delicious. Have you had a Magnum yeah. bar? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we have those here. Yeah, that's a good uh, ice cream. Mm, I agree. Mm-hmm. Which one you got? Like almond white chocolate or it's like vanilla? Double chocolate vanilla. Nice. Yeah. Delicious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No complaints there, really. No, that's democracy right there. That's it. That's the dream. <laughs> that's the dream. Um, do you want to talk next time? Sorry. Yes, I, I very much do. <laughs> or do you want to talk? Do you want to talk the best of the Super Juniors, the extremely <laughs> exciting cruiserweight Japanese wrestling tournament that involves every cruiserweight champion from every like wrestling promotion in the world? See that that sounds like something I would love to talk about if if I had any any right to talk about it. Like I only hear about it from you mm. and from the from the chat. Yeah, I'm the only so, see, I'm, you know. I'm the only person on the planet watching this tournament. <laughs> As it has seems like always, it. As it has always been. Yeah, it seems like it. How how has it been so far? Fantastic! It's so good. It's some of the best wrestling ever. <laughs> <laughs> I watched two bad guys poke each other in the eye straight for like five minutes two days ago. Wow! Like it's it's cruiserweight stuff, so it's usually flying around and cool reversals and stuff mm. like that. And uh, but there's you know there's a couple of you know like slimy bad guys thrown in the mix just for fun, right? And then. Because it's a because it's a round ramen tournament, everybody has to face everybody, and so you get mm. the two slimy bad guys in the ring together, and uh, they just start poking each other's eyes out and hitting each other with wrenches and ripping off the just doing every shitty bad guy wrestling <laughs> thing to each other, and it's amazing. It's so great. <laughs> See that that makes sense. That's how wrestling should make sense, and that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, and they're both in the same faction. They're both Bullet Club sleaze bags, and right? <laughs> like, it's great. That's I love. Like, that's it's a five. It was a five star match for me. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm the only person who's ever watched the best of the Super Juniors, uh, and it is something I will always tell people is the best wrestling on the planet every year. And no one ever watches it. It's good that you're saying it again, just so you did it this year. So, like, yeah. it's on the record yeah. that you're saying it. They they had a couple of crappy years in the last few years because they they it was they, they you know there were no one could travel to Japan and this mm. this tournament more than any other thing in wrestling really relies on okay we need we need the X division champion to show up from Impact we need. 
um, a Ring of Honor person. We need a person from England. We need um, like a we need a guy from China. We need like we it needs to be Street Fighter, right? Where you have mm. like a representative from like every region in the world, you know? Right. Right. And that's that really does give it this sense of magic and novelty that nothing else in wrestling compares. Um, it's so good. And like there was one guy from CMLL in Mexico. Like it's so, so good and so varied. Uh, Wheeler Yuta is in it. Um, it's great. It's so good. And I'm the only person who's watching it. <laughs> uh, it's, it's, I think it's, I think it, it'll be a sad day for you when it becomes mainstream and you're no longer the only person watching it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, I'm hipster trash to the end, so I'll have to move on to something else. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And it's good that in, in our discussion on whether or not we should talk about it, we, we did talk that's, about it. Yeah, absolutely. Of, Highest recommend. That's yeah. my recommendation for yeah. for TV yeah. in May 2022 is the best of the right. Super Juniors tournament. Mm. Yeah. All right, I'll take it. I'll take it. You're not going to watch one break. minute of this. <laughs> no, I'm going to watch at least one minute, Sawyer. You know me. I'm a one minute wrestling watcher. <laughs> you know yeah. what, what i need what i need is something goes the, is the old like 80s 90s wwf style like um update report from from mean gene <laughs> and they, they right. you know like they give you a quick two minute recap of mm. what happened on the best mm-hmm. of the super juniors this the, like yesterday i need that that's important i'm sure that's well, you I'm are doing. that for me yeah i'm sure someone does it but like for us in the chat like <laughs> that's you currently so 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 thank you for your service mm-hmm. like we appreciate it um like it, it's much better than talking about like sasha banks and naomi or something oh i don't want to talk about any of that right? like uh, look, like okay, like <laughs> sasha banks and kota ibushi were my two favorite wrestlers of the last 10 years and both of them walked off the job in the last mm-hmm. month because both of them were still oh. working for these people <laughs> right Actually, I'm intrigued about Kota. I heard about that too. So, it's more but or less yeah, the that's same story, that's it seems. <laughs> yeah, but there's stuff like with his mom and like the mafia, right, and things like that. Well, that's is just, that that's is Japan for you, right? It's just different. It's a different situation. <laughs> I guess you're right. You know? I guess you're right. On the other hand, you have Snoop Dogg or something, which amounts to no consequence. <laughs> but you know, over there, there's the mafia. That's the equivalent. I... So. Actually, I wanted to bring up the best of the Super Juniors for a specific reason and then pivot it over to the tech topic that we wanted to talk about, which was <laughs> which was my camera, which and I, I hmm. have a I, I have a reason for linking the two of them. So no, let's get to it. So the best of the Super Juniors tournament is a round robin style tournament. And these these are completely out of fashion as tournament styles go. Um, sometimes they still happen in like football. Um, like the like the opening parts of the World Cup, I think, are round robin tournaments. Like the first round is right. Like you you're in a little bracket of four teams, and so there's three games, right? And then the winner of mm-hmm. that gets po- like has the most points, and then they move on to the 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 real tournament, which is single elimination, right? Um, mm-hmm. The best of the Super Juniors tournament is is round robin all the way through. Um, so there's twenty wrestlers in two blocks of ten. And so each wrestler has to wrestle nine matches in uh, like 20 days. (laughs) So it's, it is Mm -hmm. 
like no, I get it. Right. It's act like yeah, 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 wrestling's fake, but this is like the most grueling thing you yeah. can put a wrestler through. <laughs> yep. This is the the tournament feature on Virtual Pro Wrestling 2. That's the one. Yeah. On yeah, yeah, Nintendo yeah. 64. So now I see where where it's from. Okay. Yeah. And it's the same structure that it, New Japan uses for the G1 and that Stardom uses mm-hmm. for their major tournament and like these these two companies like this style of tournament. They both do single elimination tournaments as well, but this mm-hmm. one is like these are considered like more prestigious and like there's no real losers in this tournament. Even people who like lose most of their matches are still considered like, well, oh my god, you went through this. Holy shit. You know, that's something, mm. right? To even compete is is huge, you know? Um and it generally gives you a better idea of who's actually better than who because it's much it's just a way more rigorous science experiment than a single elimination right. tournament. So like like a single elimination tournament you get 32 people or 16 people or something, but most of those people don't face each other, right? Each person only ever has right. 3 matches usually. So so this gives you a way better idea of like what's actually better than what. And um so this is actually what I did when I determined what camera I wanted to buy. <laughs> <laughs> How? Was, was, How did you do that? Was I didn't I didn't set it up like a single elimination tournament where I was like, okay, this <laughs> camera beats this camera, so it moves on to the next round. No, 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 no. That's no mm. way to actually determine anything. Mm-hmm. What you have to do is set up a grid, <laughs> mm. and you have all the cameras on one side and all the same cameras on the other side, and then you have to go which one beats which one in every single case. <laughs> and so I. <laughs> How many how many cameras did you have in your bracket? Ten. I had ten cameras. I did a full I, ten. I did a full block of G one oh, style elimination. <laughs> and, okay. Uh, <laughs> and of course, how do you determine what camera beats what camera, right? Um right. and this would be totally different for everybody. Uh because everybody has different tastes. And this is I, and I've learned this about camera shopping. Is that it's impossible. Like camera mm. shopping is one of the most difficult things. If you let it be, it, it's one of the most difficult purchases. Um, because it's like like it's so much harder than computer shopping. <laughs> like computer shopping, you really only have like four types of computers and like one or two computers in those categories that are any good, right? It's it, mm. there's really not that many. There's like so many cameras, dude. <laughs> mm. And I so I. I asked my friends, I asked my family, and I asked people on the internet about, like, why do you go with the type of camera you go with? Like, why Canon? Why Nikon? Why Sony? Why Fuji? And, like, the answers are so subjective and so personal and have almost nothing to do with, like, the computer and the chips and the lenses. Mm. (laughs) Like, it's all romance languages in the camera world. (laughs) (laughs) So it's really, really hard to shop for one objectively. Um, so, but I'll back up here. So, uh, in 2020, I was supposed to go on a trip to Italy, and in 2019, I um, decided, okay, I should probably get like a, a like a camera, camera. Um, but I'm no, I'm, I'm no good at this. I don't know what I'm doing, and um, 
or was this 2018? I don't know. Time is squiggly, right? Uh, mm-hmm. Around, yeah, I think it was 2018. And I, but I knew this trip was coming up, and I was like, and a friend was selling an old Canon DSLR, and I'd never used one of these before. I'd only ever really used old point-and-click cameras, and then when smartphones became pretty good, I sort of switched to smartphones, and that was it, right? I was never really a super big camera person, um, although I definitely stuck with Windows phones longer than I should have, because the cameras were really good on them. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, I was never like, oh no, I need cameras and lenses, and I, I never really cared about this stuff. But I got this Canon camera and a couple of lenses for really, really cheap, and uh, I found I kind of liked the experience of it. It was kind of fun, and then part of it was just a weird techie thing. Oh, these are new buttons to click, you know? <laughs> these these buttons do stuff. I can play around with this. Um, but I also found I wasn't, like, super good at it. Like, I... Like, photography is something I kind of enjoy, but it's not what I would call, like, a natural skill of mine, you know? Uh, Mm. Which is annoying, (laughs) because who doesn't like being good at things? Right. Um, And so I sort of had a decision to make. Like, was it me, and did I just need to practice, 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 practice until I got better at this? Or was it the camera? (laughs) Like, was it this, like, almost 10-year-old Canon DSLR? Um, mm. Which still took better photos than, like, an iPhone today. Uh, mm-hmm. Like, like like next to one another, there was no, just no comparison. Like, uh, photos out of my iPhone XR versus photos out of a Canon T2i. The T2i won almost every single time, except for, like, really low-light things, right? Mm. Um, it lost video-wise all the time. Like, the iPhone just takes such good video, it's really hard to compete with it. But still photos, like, old DSLRs still beat iPhones. So I was like, do I just go shopping for a new camera? And, like, the, the pandemic kind of pushed this Italy trip a couple years, and now we're going this September in 2022. And so I had time to shop for a camera. Um, and I think I told... Wait, so how did you decide that what you needed to do... How how did you say that what you needed to do was shop for a camera and not like practice taking photos? Well, I or, did like, take I did, photography I did classes. I did the first one first. Like last summer, mm. I really tried to sit down and be like, okay, I'm going to learn how to use this thing properly. I'm going to go out to my park and I'm going to mm. practice a lot and I'm going to like mm. become a good photographer. I'm going to do my best and uh and I only ever got slightly better. And mm. I, was, I was looking at this trip and I was like, I don't. There's a part of me that goes, okay, if I sit down and I take my time, I can get a great photo. But I'm going to be a tourist, you know? I'm not going to have time to sit down and take my time and take mm-hmm. a photo. I'm not going to have time <laughs> right. to set up a tripod everywhere and make sure the light meter is nice and, you know, like, all that's Like, I'm I'm not doing a shoot. I'm walking around taking pictures of buildings and people and stuff and food and what, right? right? I want this to just, I want this to be fairly frictionless. And I was just never going to get that experience with um, my old, um, I could take a great photo with it, but I needed to put in a lot of effort, you know? And so that's when I decided, okay, I should probably get something new for this. And I think I started talking to you about it last fall. Like, okay, I'm, I'm beginning this process of like shopping for a and right i remember talking to you about like should i just get like a new iphone like, like yeah like, like I, I, right. that, and from what you're saying now like if you've told me this last fall because the details of of like your photography journey are are what i'm learning tonight but last fall uh what you were 
you were talking about just choosing between the two. Yeah. But from everything you're saying, like based on what you're gonna use it for, I I, I don't see why you didn't choose an iPhone. Yeah. Like right. <laughs> I yeah. mean, you really aren't gonna be bringing a tripod with you. Like you know. So so what happened? Well, I, I mean. The iPhone 13 Pro Max was one of the cameras in uh-huh. my bracket. <laughs> right? Okay. So I, right. It, it was in contention. I was like, let put it on the board. The iPhone 13 Pro Max. Put it put it on the board. Um let me see if I can actually like find my shopping thing for this. Um but yeah, it was like, yeah, put it on the board. Uh also put the Samsung Galaxy 22. Ultra Jerry edition. I don't know. Put that on the board too, <laughs> right? Put them. Put them both on the board. <laughs> um. So they went on the board, right? Because wouldn't it be nice to just get a new phone? You get a new camera. Obviously, the iPhone 13 camera probably does a better job than my 10R. I'll fine, you know. Mm-hmm. So that's that's an option. I could do that because you're right. I'm just walking around. I'm just taking photos. I'm not setting up shots or anything like that. And new smartphones do take amazing photos, right? They do. So those were those are two options, the two top tier phones. Um, and around that time, last fall, my wife got a new Samsung Galaxy S22 phone. And she took a few <laughs> photos with it. So I got to sort of play around with that camera. Um, and I was like, these are these are decent. Like the the hype for Samsung Galaxy photography is pretty real they take Mm. they take really good photos um she didn't get the ultra so i never got to play with like the 100x zoom or whatever the one on the ultra is but i feel like that yeah the stock yeah that's the stalker lens yeah yeah the the stalker lens (laughs) (laughs) exactly um so yeah so i got to play with that and so that was in the running i could just do that right because a whole camera is like a thing, right? It's a whole bit of aluminum and plastic that you also have to carry around. It's another thing you right. have to charge. It's another thing right. you have to figure out. It's mm-hmm. SD cards instead of just saving to your camera mm-hmm. roll, you know? There's real right. disadvantages to going with a dedicated camera. And it's not it's not it's not like you can't take your phone with you if you have a camera. Like you also will take your phone around. I have to take my phone. So, the phone is coming, whether I buy a camera or not. Right, right. And this, of course, is the argument for just buying a smartphone and not owning any other computer if you can help it. Hmm. <laughs> you mm-hmm. know, I totally see it. I totally see the advantages. Um, unfortunately, unfortunately, and this is where knowing things and researching things and opening up photo and owning Photoshop. And being someone who works in Photoshop, this is where smartphones fall down. Mm. And honestly, I really wish that I had never looked at, a, at, at, at an image taken with an iPhone 13 or an image taken with a Samsung Galaxy S22 in Photoshop. I wish I'd only ever looked at those photos on phone screen because they look so right. good on phone screens and they look this really is good, true and they look really good on tablet screens hell they look pretty good on right. tvs blown up where mm-hmm. they don't look good is in photoshop and in lightroom where you go in and you mess with a photo and you try to you know you play with a photo and you're like oh this was a little dark let me brighten that or oh the color is kind of off on this let me change that that is where like in the post-processing in doing some graphic work with a photo that is where smartphone photos fall apart um 
can you yeah, can you explain this? Because I, I I struggle to understand why. Like, isn't the idea that like I, I understand that smartphone photography is processed, and I also understand that like you would rather work with raw photos, correct? Like unprocessed, like like what light whatever light processed was the by the lens is only what you're gonna work with on Photoshop. Whereas a smartphone photo is like like as you're taking the photo, the entire computer thing computers on it. Yeah. Uh right, right, but, no, I love that phrasing. I really do. <laughs> but but I, I from what I understand the, the particular the two models in particular, the the iPhone 13 Pro Max and I think the Samsung Galaxy 22 Cherry Superman edition. Uh, like they don't they also like don't they give you like some raw version of the photo like i know that iphone has pro raw yep. for the pro pro models and yep. i think the samsung model has something like that so is, sure. is so is so despite the despite its whatever modern computer raw photo the 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 iphone gives you it still can't compare is is that what you mean yeah, and I, so I want to I want to put a big big old banner right here that says that photography mm. is subjective, and my opinions are going to be different than other people's opinions. <laughs> okay, and that can't be right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and and what I see with my eyes are not what other people mm-hmm. see with their eyes, right? Mm-hmm. But I'm stuck with my eyes. I don't have anybody else's eyes. So so you're saying. Everyone is wrong except you. Got it. No, I'm just saying I'm stuck with the eyes I have. (laughs) Whether they're right or wrong, I'm stuck with the eyes I have. Show title, maybe. Right. Right. Maybe. (laughs) Um, You chose poorly eyeballs. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I tried taking photos using a raw app on the Samsung Galaxy. And I went to an Apple store and I took some photos using Pro Raw with an iPhone 13. And I and I mm. and I stole them from the Apple store and I saved them to my OneDrive. And because mm. I wanted to do science on this, I wanted to, I wanted to really see things. You know, I know mm-hmm. I I knew I wouldn't really get a chance to play with every single camera I was shopping for. But like, if I had a chance to play with one, <clears throat> if I had a chance to play with one, I took it. So, mm. um. So there's a reason why the iPhone and the Samsung Galaxy um, uh, uh, Blue Switch Edition um, (laughs) uh, (laughs) uh, does so much processing. And while you can take a raw photo, there's a reason they do so much processing is because the raw photos are rough. Um, Mm. I didn't like them. I didn't like how they look. I didn't like what I could do with them in Photoshop. or in Lightroom, uh, and and this is just just sheer sheer physics. Like that's the limitation, right? It could be. Like, it could just be my eyes. I don't know where the problem is. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. I'm not, okay. I'm not of course. Argue megapixel counts or whatever. I'm I'm just saying what what looked good to me, what didn't. I don't know. Mm, right. Um. And I didn't love them. So well, well, you know, one can gather that simply because the smartphones are small and the lenses are small compared to a camera's uh, lenses, which are long and big, like that, sure. that could explain a lot of the difference. You know, it, it could. So it could. It could. It could explain a <laughs> device versus an app on a computer. It could. It, you know, that could. That, that could explain it. But 
I love how you're not. You're, <laughs> like you're insisting. Like you're insisting on not arguing. But, this, <laughs> but like I don't know why. Right. Like, like okay. Because like, right, okay, I okay, okay. Why? If I'm like, oh, here's right. a scientific objective. Right. Why? But, like I don't think that's that has much to do with it anymore. You know, I think mm. it's all about mm. taste. <laughs> okay. Okay. You know? That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Totally are, fair. And honestly. Sometimes I'll go to, to to photography websites. God, that makes me sound like a pervert. Mm-hmm. I'll go to photography websites <laughs> and look at photos taken with an iPhone. Photos mm-hmm. taken with like an iPhone 6. And I'm like, this is the best photo I've ever seen. You know? <laughs> because cause these things are just tools. And in the hands of talented photographers, it doesn't matter what mm-hmm. camera you have. It honestly doesn't. <laughs> you know? Right, I'm, right. I'm not that great at it, and my taste might not be that great. Right? This is mm. this is me. This is me being extremely vulnerable in saying, like, I don't super know yeah. what I'm doing, and I barely know what I'm looking at. But, but, but can we can can we say then? Like, I'll 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 I'll, I'll walk with you here sure. because I I don't have the apprehensions you do about okay. being authoritative simply because i know i know less than you and it's not my thing so um uh but like you can we can so your taste when it comes to not necessarily like like your 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 skill as a as a photographer but just just or or your eye as a photographer but just as a person who edits things on photoshop yeah you can gather that photos taken by cameras with quote real lenses yeah are superior and we can say superior here I, i'm just not in terms of again not in terms of your photography skill ability but just in terms of what you like processing on photoshop yeah uh are superior to those taken with a smartphone yeah. smartphone and it's it's because fundamentally if it's raw versus raw one is taken with a giant lens and one is taken with a tiny lens so can we say that i think that's fair probably that's that's fair right i think that's probably <laughs> yeah. fair sure sure <laughs> okay so that's one that that's one of the matches in the g1 right like the how much you how much you do post processing work yeah like that lim- does that did that eliminate them kind for of. you Kind of. I mean, the price also eliminated them. Those are the two expensive ones in my list. But aren't the other cameras that expensive too, or more so? Um, the most expensive, like, like real camera, like not a phone, <laughs> that I had in <laughs> my list was fifteen hundred Canadian dollars. That was that Which was is- sort of the top limit that I was willing. <laughs> And honestly, that was above what I was willing to spend. I was kind of setting twelve hundred dollars as like a budget for this, and right. and to to any photographer that's listening to this, I know that twelve hundred dollars is not a lot of money to spend to solve this mm. problem. Um, but mm. I'm a human person of employed <laughs> capitalism. Earth, I don't have all the money in the world to, to solve this problem. <laughs> Right. Like, this is why we do this show. Because <laughs> I have to make choices. Yeah, because we have to make choices. Exactly. And, even, and here's the thing. Even spending $1,200 to solve a photography problem is probably a lot. But mm-hmm. but it's not even close to what you can spend if you really want to. <laughs> That's true. So so the most expensive one was $1,500. And that was the mm. Canon 90D, um, which is considered to be Canon's... Huh. Uh, 
entry level prosumer camera. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like getting a MacBook uh, Pro with the least amount of RAM. You know, it's like right, 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 uh, right. Uh, so it's a it's like a high end cons- like it's the it's beyond the high end consumer, but it's on the low mm. end of the prosumer. I love the word prosumer. It's so uh slick and oily. <laughs> um, yep. Yep. <laughs> It's Phil Schiller, man. Like yeah. that's his job yeah. to come up with stuff like that. I, I will say just, just a quick, quick thing that I really appreciate the uh, the the analogies uh, today. You're on a roll. I, I quite enjoy <laughs> it. It's really helping me. Like, oh yeah, it's like the wrestling and the politics, and yeah. now the the MacBook Pro and the cameras. I get it. <laughs> um, but that was the high end. That was the high end real camera. Mm. And the fact is, both the Samsung S twenty two. And the iPhone 13 Pro Max cost $2,000. Um, and like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like, oh, well, they don't cost that to me. It's like, it's because you signed up for a phone plan and you're paying for it monthly. Like, it will mm. cost that to you uh, over time, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? These things cost $2,000. That's the price of a new fancy phone now. <laughs> um, Do uh, So I, it didn't occur to me that Canadian dollars are not the same as us dollars so they so like like uh, top of mind uh or sorry like uh, off the top of your head that's how much those those phones cost like they're in the two thousand dollar range yeah i priced them over out. there i priced them out yeah all right yeah now yeah I, 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 now yeah i thought it was gonna be like one two like twelve hundred like it surprised me this two thousand dollars that's a lot now phones are heavily subsidized and sometimes you can get them on sale and you know sometimes mm. phone carriers will will slash $500 off of that in order to get you to sign a contract but if, mm. if you're if you if you're just putting everything out on the table and saying here's the retail price for things like I could go on eBay and get a used Canon 90D for $500 less but that's you know when you're setting up your bracket you don't think well how much can I get this thing uh on the cheap you're saying here's the retail right. price for all this here's walking into a right, store right. not negotiating what here's what you pay right. Um, right makes sense yeah so uh <clears throat> so uh yeah and like the lowest one was 500 bucks which was just an upgraded version of the camera I had so I had a t2i uh the t7 500 bucks and so depending on what I found valuable, I might have just gone with the really cheap option, spent 500 bucks, got a slightly upgraded version of the old one, got to keep all my lenses, you know, just basically switch out the body of the camera. Uh, it's not a huge upgrade, but maybe I don't need a huge upgrade. Maybe I just need slightly better autofocus, and that's maybe okay, you know? Um, but that camera very quickly lost out <laughs> to other options. Uh, because, because I had options from 500 bucks to 800 bucks to a thousand bucks to 1200 bucks. And every single price point did make things significantly (laughs) nicer. (laughs) Okay. Okay. So, um, like even going up to 800 bucks, which is what I ended up doing. I ended up buying an $800 ah. camera, but an $800 camera got me a ton of stuff that a $500 camera didn't. Mm. Um, where in my best of the super juniors deciding round robin bracket for this, um, mm. where the expensive cameras began to lose was saying, well, this is the kind of thing you can do with a $1,200 camera that you can't do with an $800 camera. Do I care about this stuff? Yes, no. Mm. Right. And I was like, I don't care about this stuff um Mm -hmm. and the those things 
tended to be um, uh, materials. So, like, after $1,000, cameras start to be made out of um, aluminum and metal instead of plastic. Um, mm. Right? It's the difference between, like, a, uh, like a, like a iPhone 5S and an iPhone <laughs> 5C. Right, right. right. <laughs> you didn't have to give me that analogy, but I, I understand. Thank uh, you. <laughs> well, now, now, that you've, now that you've praised me for analogies, I'm like, I gotta, I gotta <laughs> throw a few in. <laughs> okay. You know what? Go keep going. Keep going. Yes, that makes sense. The 5C clearly is inferior to the 5S. That right. was the cutest iPhone they ever made. And even though I never yeah. had one, I thought it was so adorable. Yeah. And, yeah. With know. the case with the holes. The rubber case with uh, those circles. I just thought that's what they should have done with the SE. They should have just made it cute. Yeah. You know? Anyways. Um, <laughs> like, I didn't care about materials. And, like, the... Um, and up at that level, too, I wouldn't have had to necessarily um, change out the lens type. And so I did end up changing out the lens type. Um, so what I... You know, long-winded thing. The the one that won this whole thing was the Canon M50 Mark II, which cost mm. me uh, eight ninety nine, which makes it eight hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. Not nine hundred dollars, eight hundred dollars, because it was eight ninety nine. Nice. Yeah. Right. Obviously. <laughs> yeah. And the Canon M50 Mark II is a mirrorless, extremely small camera. Um, mm-hmm. That uses a different type of uh, like lens size than other Canon mm-hmm. cameras. Um, here's again where I will say that uh, photography is subjective, and all of these things are based on um, your own eyeballs, and no one else can see what you see, and everything is personal. Um, the first question I got whenever I was like, "Oh, I think I'm thinking about getting a Canon camera," is people going. Well, you should get a Nikon camera, or you should get a Sony camera, or you should get a Fuji camera, because, and I would say, oh, why? And they're like, well, I have a Fuji camera, and it's great, <laughs> right? The People right. who own Fuji cameras do not recommend Nikon cameras. People who own Sony cameras don't recommend Canon cameras, right? There's They find that their cameras take pictures that they like with their eyeballs, and they think that mm-hmm. you will like them with your eyeballs. Right. Makes sense to me. Yeah. Um, it's, it's what I would do. <laughs> In my research, I found no mm. discernible difference between the actual tech mm. in any of these fo- th- these cameras. Like mm. an $800 Canon camera is completely equal to an $800 Fuji camera, all the way mm. up and all the way down the price bracket. Um, and so what, what cinched it for me was um, technical debt. I had a bunch of Canon lenses already. Mm. And lenses are more expensive than cameras most of the time. Not necessarily the lenses I have, but in general they are, right? right? The lens is kind of what you're paying for, for the most part, with with DSLRs. So So this is like... This is like the Apple walled garden of services in the iCloud. Oh, yeah. This is definitely how they get you. Yeah. This is it. This is the one. Yeah. Mm. So I had a bunch of lenses, and I already had spent a summer practicing with a Canon camera trying to get good at it. Mm. And I knew that I would be throwing away all that work if I if I went with something else. Um, would you, though? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know for sure. 
I mean, maybe the lenses, but the work? I don't think you throw away the work if you went with a Nikon. You're probably right. You're probably right. Uh, <laughs> You're probably right. Um, yeah. But there there were a couple things about the M50 that I really liked. And as I went through this bracket, I was like, oh, but I like how the M50 does it over these other cameras. Um, mm. And honestly, no other brand even entered the bracket. Like, I filled up the mm. bracket with those two phones, and then I filled up the bracket with other Canon cameras. Um, right, and it was really about just finding the one Canon camera that I wanted to use, um, and yeah, so the M50 beat the the T7, the T8, and the SL3 <laughs> um, simply because it was smaller, lighter, um, cuter, uh, and just felt more modern. Um, mm-hmm. The those three cameras were full frame. Uh, DSLR cameras with like the physical DSLR switch, you know, uh, mm. and they're they but they, but they were heavy and bulky and um and it beat out those. Those were the ones around its price bracket. Um, it beat out the 90D, even though I'm guessing the 90D takes better photos. But the 90D is a fucking tank. It is like five pounds, dude. It's huge. It's like it's bigger than most computers. I feel um, it's so, so big and it would have just been a pain in the ass to carry around. And it would, it would have been the kind of camera that would have mostly sat in a drawer unless I was like, I need to take a great photo. Isn't sorry. So I, you're the, I am, I guess not the ideal audience for this because yeah. I think if you're, you know, because to me, all of it seems like it's five pounds, <laughs> like all of it. Right, so, you know, but I can't. So, so how how much of a difference would that have been? I mean, if if the price point wasn't the issue, which I guess it is, right? Yeah. But if it wasn't, like, what 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 does it matter that that it's a few pounds more expensive? That a heavier bag is compared to a slightly lighter, also cumbersome bag. I mean, that's a good point, right? It's a good it's a good point. Right. Um, but a, a, I guess a smaller camera gives me a little bit more room in the bag. It, makes, I guess, right. It makes it so I will feel like carrying it around more often than mm. than the big chunky one. Um, it's a little bit less obvious. It's a little bit less mm-hmm. in your face. I don't know. Right. Um, there's something about like I don't know. I'm a big guy too, so mm. there's something about having a smaller camera that makes it less intimidating feeling. Um, mm. You know. Uh, but also, yeah. Like I just felt like I felt like a smaller camera would get me to use it more. Um, because I'm oh, going to yeah. use this. I don't want to use it for just this trip. I'd, I'd like it to be something in my life, you know? Mm. Um, so that that's basically why it won out. Um, there was one competitor to it that was difficult. Like, I'd say the toughest one was there is... So, so the M50 is kind of like their consumer model, like, smart camera that is sort of the go-to in the on the Canon side. But for, like, 200 bucks more... Again, that dreaded just it's just a jump of two hundred dollars, right? For two hundred bucks. You can bucks, get a MacBook Air. Yeah, right. exactly. Right. <laughs> For two hundred bucks more, I could have gotten something called an M6. Which, uh. <laughs> which is the 90D in terms of camera quality in kind of the M50's body size. Mm-hmm. So it would have been that sweet spot of, oh, I want the absolute best processor um and best you know, uh, I don't know the best gunk inside that, mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's smaller and lighter. Mm-hmm. Um, and the reason I didn't go with it is because it was older. 
Um, it came out in 2017. The M50 Mark II came out in 2020. And I felt like that was enough to go, if I'm going to buy a new camera, I want to buy a new camera. I don't want to buy a camera that's five years old. I know I know this is right. anger like some photography people because uh, cameras don't age in the same way that like smartphones do. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but I felt like I, I felt like that was enough of a time difference to matter. No, I get it. Like yeah. this is the tech person talking. Yeah. yeah. So that's your tech hat, and at, yeah, five years. Like in fact, it wasn't until you said five years that it occurred to me that it was five years because 2017 sounds like last year. So time <laughs> being the way it is. Like oh right, that's five years. That's half a decade. Yeah. So yeah, no. No, but yeah. you know, again, I, I am much less of a like that person than you, you are. So, but but I agree. <laughs> like that's a lot. Where'd you get those vintage jeans? The two thousand. <laughs> <laughs> right. So so that's basically yeah. it. That's that's basically how it won. And so I I walked to the camera store. Uh, I guess I could have bought it on the internet. I don't know. But I wanted to go into a camera store and have a conversation with a camera person about this. Mm-hmm. And I went in and I was like, I think I'm going to buy a camera today. And he's like, you're my new favorite customer. Mm. <laughs> and and he's like, so what What do you want to do? And I was like, I think I want to get the M50 Mark II. And he's like, this is a really good choice. Can I steer you away from it? Huh. And I was like, well, you can try. Uh uh-huh. Maybe there's something I didn't factor in in my in my fairly thorough round robin tournament of comparing cameras. Um, you can try, and this guy said, "So I'm a Fuji photographer, and I love Fuji cameras, and I just think that you would really like this Fuji mm. camera." <laughs> <laughs> okay. So this is about feeling. This isn't necessarily about I'm taking the wrong <laughs> right. camera. Right. Because he had nothing bad to say about the M50 uh, at all. Mm. Um, he was just like, I prefer this one because cameras are all feeling, I think. They're not really computer. They are, but mm. they're all they're all feeling. They're all about what how it feels like in your hand, how it feels like when your eyeball is up against the thing, and how it feels like when you're messing with the photos later. Right. And uh, and so he gave me so a spiel. the ex- the ex- sorry sorry no yeah, you know. no, and then no I, I was gonna ask I was gonna ask the the extent that you allowed the se- sentiment and subjectivity to affect you was just the brand like or or did you have an affinity for any of those models already before you even started the bracket No no I I tried to have no affinity for anything but. Does that mean you succeeded in not having affinity? <laughs> like, I know you tried by having the bracket to begin with, but yeah. like, yeah. So, th- were you able to successfully really just do? Th- I guess what I'm getting at is, is the winner of the bracket like how how clean did this tournament run? Because as we've seen in the three seasons we've done this, yeah. it's like so often we fall back to you know. But I just really wanted it, you know. <laughs> like, the, but this <laughs> this sounds like the most like this is. Like you introducing this whole this G one round robin thing for gadget choice yeah. is like this is what we should have been doing the whole time for every single gadget we've talked about. Oh, I, I highly <laughs> recommend it. I highly recommend it. If you have if you have a choice between <laughs> if you have a choice between more than like four or five options, you need to do a round robin tournament. You need to hit them all up against one another and score them on points. I I feel like that is that's a really good way to do things. Um. 
because I think sometimes you'll be surprised by who wins. Uh, right. You know, I will yeah. say, I and will... I, I feel like for no, sorry, you go. You feel like I feel like the the what ends up happening because we before you spelled it out as like a specific replaceable, duplicable, repeatable process. Yeah. We kind of tried our best as honest humans to do some sort of objective reasoning. Mm-hmm. And it, it becomes like like Solomon's choice where in the end, what you learn is not what the best gadget is. You learn what you really want, regardless of which is actually the best. Yeah. Like this is this is what ends up happening. Like forever from the Wii U to every iPad we've talked about to the Apple Watches, to, you know. Like like I was just thinking of the iPad Mini, which is one of the things we're gonna talk about uh, at some point. Yeah. Uh, like how like it would not win the 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 G one climax of iPads that I could make right now. But you know, I, I but what I knew already that this is what I wanted anyway, and. Uh, but you introducing this, it feels like like see, you're. I, I I'm just recognizing now and acknowledging the fact that this is a big deal here, Sawyer. What you were able to accomplish with this, pretty significant, not just in terms of like because yeah, you get a new camera, which is like congratulations by the way, <laughs> but also to I uh, well I don't want to oversell it, but specifically to people like you and me and how we process things in this show. Because that's huge. Like you successfully laid out a you chose poorly process, you know? <laughs> well, so what I'll say to that, and I think that's a great point, is that I think your iPad Mini won the G1 Climax tournament in your heart. Because <laughs> you're like, oh, it wouldn't win on paper. Well, that's the that's you going like, oh, tech specs and stuff like that. None of that matters. No, I don't like, 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 right. like, like my Canon M50 did not win this because of what what was because of the gloop that's inside of it it won it because mm. my eyeballs liked what it did and it and it gave me a feeling and that's why it won mm. right like 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 it didn't beat the 90d because it was a better camera it isn't it beat that because it was better for me right so that's why it's so su- mm. that's why it's so subjective. It cannot work the same way for any other person. Well, I guess this is why this is why the metaphor is G1 climax and not like NCAA round robin. Uh, it's because ultimately <laughs> you're still you're still a booker um, in the back <laughs> deciding who wins what. No, but I mean it falls short there. But you know, there there it is. Like who who is the one to get you make to get you to feel the most. Yep. So and that's that's kind of what well, I, that's kind of what I went with. And uh, so I can give you kind of a quick like two month review hmm. of this thing, which is please, yeah, it's 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 um it's it's really great. Uh, it it takes phenomenal photos. It it like the ca- like the photos I've been able to take with this thing. I'm extremely happy with. Um, hmm. I've had to do very little work to make the photos pop in in Lightroom. Um, hmm. because and. So, so this will be a fun twist. Um, I do take photos in RAW, but the camera takes a JPEG at the same time. And so, it, mm-hmm. so when you dump the photos onto your computer, um, it will show you the RAW photo, and it will also mm-hmm. show you the like computerized, opinionated JPEG that Canon mm-hmm. has taken along with it. Um, and 90% of the time, I'm pretty happy with the JPEG. And so mm-hmm. I just get rid of the RAW photo. 
Um, if there's something I'd like to do with it, then I've got the raw photo. I open it up in Lightroom, I mess with it, and then I save out a new JPEG, and then I get rid of the raw photo. Um, but I don't have to do that that much. Um, and so, <laughs> and, you know, and this maybe shouldn't surprise you, I mostly take photos using the automatic mode. Like, just, <laughs> like, I turn the camera on, I take the photo. I'm not really messing with it too much i haven't really played with too many of the settings um this camera has a whole slew of like what it thinks you might want to do with photos um Hmm. so like there's there's a scene mode where you get to say okay here's the kind of photo i want to take and Hmm. what it has is um some of these are great so one of them is a silent mode so like it tries to like not make any noise as you're taking the photo um it has a self-portrait mode, so sort of like uh, so, sort of like the portrait mode on the iPhone. It like it it goes a little heavier on the bokeh, but because mm. it's a real camera, it's not computerized bokeh. I think mm. um, it does have a smooth skin mode if you want to take a Samsung Galaxy photo. Mm. Um, <laughs> and then it has sort of the typical like you know sports landscape macro. It has a food mode if you want to take pictures of you know. If you feel like your auto focusing on food isn't doing it, um, it has a like a, a handheld night scene and a tripod night scene. Um, but I haven't used any of these. Mostly, I've taken photos in auto or I've shot like movies just in the basic movie thing. Um, the movie mode has like slow mo, 120 frames a second. It has like time lapse stuff. Like it has all that stuff. But I uh, I mostly haven't. I've mostly just turned the camera on, shot a photo, and then I use the JPEG that comes out of it. Goes back to saying, hey, why didn't you just get a smartphone? That's what smartphones are for. Mm -hmm. But unfortunately, my stupid eyeballs (laughs) Mm -hmm. don't love what comes out of a smartphone, and I do like what comes out of this. So I'm stuck with it. I'm stuck with having another stupid dingus (laughs) that I actually have some affection for. (coughs) Mm, Sorry. Um, No, so I was going to say, this is great. I, I gotta say, this is like this feels like growth. <laughs> <laughs> like this is like there you go. Like I well, cause I I think the process was the most reasoned purchasing process I can imagine from someone who is as much like me who isn't me. Mm. You know, I mean, you know, it's it's I, so I there's a lot of there's a lot of like like self-centeredness here you know so sorry so i'm projecting a lot of myself in this process as someone who can relate with the agony of choosing something and the excitement of wanting something uh but i'm also absolutely not a camera guy um so like seeing seeing you go through this and articulate it this way is is first of all very exciting uh it's very fascinating to me but also it feels like well this is this is how it should be done. Like, you know, it sounds so, it sounds so, I feel like if we had, if you had come up with this in season one, we wouldn't have season two and three. We, or we would, well, we'd have just the episodes where we talk about the past, you know, but we've had a lot of episodes since talking about recent, recent purchasing decisions, you know? Uh, and I feel like what we're, we're talking, what we're talking about here is the camera mostly, but we are, the, like, I, I feel like the highlight of this is actually like the G1 climax. Like that's the like that not just as a fun metaphor for wrestling fans who are also like tech nerds, but like as a legitimate way to consider 
major purchasing decisions or major decisions, which because that's what purchasing decisions are in our evil capitalist world. You know, like these are these are important choices to make. So to ha- to have steps to do it. Like, because, you know, there's this vague idea of research and reading reviews, and then it breaks down between the interest and the decision, you know, which is why, which is why we had a pot. Yeah. Can I say this about camera reviews? Every single camera review is exactly the same. (laughs) I read untold amounts of camera reviews in the last six months, and I never want to read another one. Every single camera (laughs) review comes down to this camera takes good photos. Mm. That's it. Every you go back to like 2002 on dpreview.com or whatever, and it's like this camera takes good (laughs) photos. You should buy it if it works with you, right? Like it. Like every single review is the same. Um. I, I will say camera review websites have a really good like bracketology section where you can put the s- mm. where you can put the specs of cameras up against each other like in terms of raw numbers they're fantastic mm-hmm. at comparing them but it completely falls apart because raw numbers don't mean anything at, at this point right right <laughs> right so so I actually found camera reviews the least helpful part of this process. Uh, mm. In tech, usually reviews are pretty important. Yeah. Um, yeah. And maybe it's just because my, well, think... my favorite reviewers don't really review cameras. Mm. But, uh, you know, even on The Verge, even really good reviews on The Verge with cameras, it's like, this camera's great. It takes good photos. Well, I, I also I find that the, like, the way reviews have like standardized across the industry in the past what maybe eight years Mm -hmm. like after after the iphone where suddenly everybody became a reviewer uh (laughs) or the first four years of iphone where everybody became a tech including me like including me having some some weird blog where i'm reviewing whatever gadget i buy like it kind of like the template was set and I think we have found, or I have found, I'm, I'm not going to speak for you, but I, I think you'll understand what I mean when I say that the 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 best reviews are also the least helpful ones. Mm. <laughs> like, yeah. like the the best the the best ones to read are not are never the ones that go out and say this is what you should buy, and I'm right. Yeah. Like you know, it's never it's never that. Yeah. It's always like here's why I like it and they're honest about it and we appreciate that, but it doesn't really help, you know? There are not so, enough like, uh, six-month reviews I, and long-term reviews of things. I, I, I'm hungry for those kinds right. of reviews way more than like a, I've been using this for a week kind of review, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. And with YouTube especially, which has made it more like that, <laughs> you know? <laughs> with, but I like with, the, uh, I, with people with, do do that. People do have like, reviews where they're like i've had this iphone for six months or i've had this camera this drone for six months and here's how i use it i'm like that's so much more helpful to me uh right right i will say though the last two or three weeks my camera has mostly sat in a drawer uh oh why i don't know what happened (laughs) i don't know what happened oh (laughs) (laughs) now i'm disappointed i was so happy for you i got the camera (laughs) I got the camera and I was like taking photos every day. I was really happy with it. I was going out. I was taking photos. I was taking it everywhere. And then oh, man. around the beginning of May, I found I just wasn't <laughs> grabbing it as much. And, yeah. and so, and I noticed it. I was like, wow, I haven't, because I looked at my Instagram and I was like, I haven't posted to Instagram in three weeks. What happened? Mm. <laughs> so, so I took the camera out and I took some photos. Um, but. 
there's something about that feedback loop uh huh about like posting photos and getting likes uh-huh. on your photos and like if that's maybe not happening a whole lot do you take fewer photos is that part of it right am i not just taking oh, photos because i like photography am i taking photos because i like <laughs> praise on social media i know that's a whole other topic <laughs> I know that's or, or it's, thing. it might not be it could just be another like like column in the bracket like you have to consider right. you know and then of course because now smart like right. if, smartphones if, if, are totally built for that feedback loop right you take exactly because you you, immediately on the same device you get feedback on the same <laughs> device right yeah Whereas, something like this smartphones are back you know now they're back in the game <laughs> if this is suddenly what you're considering you know <laughs> yeah, have you considered the iphone <laughs> um now that I will say this camera does have a fairly neat feature where mm. I don't actually have to like pop the SD card out and plug it into my computer in order to like mm. move a photo. It has like an app on the on the camera itself that will upload the photo to a like a Canon service that I can then mm-hmm. open up on my smartphone, grab it mm. and post it. Right. The actual the actual loop of like sharing photos from this camera is easier than mm. than, than than it used to be. Um, but yeah, it definitely happened where I, I put it away and then um, and then I oh, I did. I took it out once to take some photos and then I realized the battery was dead. Oh, my God. Because because the battery does not like keep its charge. Mm-hmm. if you don't use it for a few weeks um, yeah it's not like a kindle or something it's not like a kindle it is more like right. a phone where it's like if you right. leave your phone on standby for a few days it's dead bud <laughs> All right. yeah and this and this camera because it's somewhat internet enabled is never oh man so like there's a little there's a little like red light indicator on the back of the camera if because I can because it goes this little connection goes both ways. If I open the app on my phone, it will turn on the camera and I can grab photos mm-hmm. from it, right? So I can just take the take a cam take a photo with my camera, turn my camera off, and then do everything from my phone. But that means that little internet connection always has to be on. So the battery is always on like little sippy standby mode. How does it charge? Like is it USB C? Um, it charges micro by USB me stuff. popping the battery out and po- putting the battery in a little battery. Oh, I forget that that's how real things work. Okay, yeah. so and then you have you have spare batteries. Is I, what you, I can you have do. spare batteries, and in fact, you can. That's, okay, that's probably the smart thing to do is to now right. buy some batteries. <laughs> right, right. Because the batteries wow won't drain if they're not in the camera. Yeah, of course, right? of course. So, so that's probably the wow. smart thing to do is I need to go buy some batteries. Yeah, you know, I feel I feel dumb for having asked the question, but you know, it's a perfectly reasonable question. Perfectly like, reasonable. how do you charge it? Yeah, it's a perfectly right. reasonable question. Yeah, does it even have an SD card <laughs> slot? Not all Macs do. <laughs> right, no, mine doesn't. Okay, so okay, so a few questions for you about about your choice sure. first before uh, going back to the choice of the or whoever won your the G one climax. Sure. Do you feel bad about not having any of the other cameras? A little, but I feel like it would have made the choice infinitely more difficult to make. And so I mm. I, I limited myself to what I knew and what I was comfortable mm. with. And I feel like it would have been a completely different. Mm-hmm. It would have been like I gave I basically did a 2020, 2021 style 
Best of the Super Juniors G1, where it was like, only the guys who work for New Japan Wrestling are in this tournament, because no one else can travel to Japan right now. <laughs> right, Instead right. of this year's tournament, where everyone from all over the world is invited because we need fresh talent, and oh god, are we all bored with who's here right now. Um, oh, so, so the... what. Whatever version of remorse, of buyer's remorse, is not because of the other participants in the bracket, but because of who weren't in the bracket? Is that what you mean? Um, I don't really have any remorse for that. Although it's funny, I you know, I, I called my dad and I was like, oh, I bought a new camera. And he was like, oh, what'd you get? And I told him, Canon M50 Mark II. And he's like, why didn't you get a Fuji? <laughs> so, <laughs> right. But I feel, like, I feel like this is every single person you walk up to and you're like, here's my brand new camera. They will go, well, why didn't you get the brand that I use? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right it's all feeling it's all in the hands it's it's so weird just to wrap this do you have any other questions about the camera oh so yeah i do uh do you have speaking of the feeling do you now have that feeling for the canon or yeah, for this I camera like or for I this really, brand i really like this camera it's it's mm. nice it's i haven't it feels good in the hand i like the little touch mm. screen i like that it swivels out and i can look at it from any angle that's really cool um that actually won out over a bunch of the other options because a lot of Canon um, screens are still kind of like not movable. Um, or if they mm. are, they're in this weird sort of flippy state. And I didn't like that. I like that I could just like pop it out and rotate it. Um, mm. uh, I liked that it, uh, um, it, I liked that the flash is like completely manual. Like no button on the camera will pop the flash up. Mm. Right, you you have to like flip the flash up with your finger, and I love that because I never do that and never plan to. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, right, right. I haven't taken a photo with flash on in over ten years, and I never plan to do it ever again. Um, so I like that like flash is completely optional and honestly like discouraged in the camera itself because you don't need it. I've taken perfectly good photos in pitch black darkness with this camera. It's good. Yeah. Uh, I like that. Yeah. The, does this so like you 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 like you've expressed how so now you have the feeling too after going through this this attempt at objective research and yeah. objective process to determine it and now you have the feeling. The, uh, like I'm aware of like like the the vulnerability expressed and all the like all the walls you've arranged for yourself to express the process that you got through to buying this, how comfortable would you be to recommend it? Or like in what contexts would you then recommend that camera to someone else? That's or so I hard. guess in this case to me, like, you know, to someone like, or yeah, yeah. You know, like you, you know what I'm asking you, right? So like, like I know that you did this for yourself and you're sharing it with me as your podcast partner and friend. Sure. And I get it. Yeah. But like you know, how, how like would I, okay. So sell me this pen, basically, right? Like, what's the like, yeah? Like, how would you you have said this? How would time, you do it? You don't care about cameras. Cameras as a tech product don't interest you at all. You are completely happy with the photos you take from your <laughs> phone, um, and and you love the process of taking photos from your phone. You are an avid Instagram stories person, right? Like you, like I see your mm -hmm. life all the time, um, mm -hmm. right? And I would say that a regular camera wouldn't suit you at all because, <laughs> okay. right? Be because of the advantages of having having your best camera be the one that's always in your pocket is massive. That is, there's no real way to beat that. The only thing I would say about so that, you can't. I can't really. No, I can't. I can't. 
what am I going to do? Defeat the smartphone myself? (laughs) Come on. (laughs) I'm only one idiot. (laughs) So, uh, uh, what I would say, the only real thing Hmm. about it is that there's sort of a curse of, like, technological ignorance. And the only thing that you might have that would make sense for you about this is if you were to go back and look at photos that you took with, like, your iPhone 4 Mm. and be like, these look like garbage now, Mm -hmm. right? They look bad. And have sort of the foresight to go, the photos I'm taking right now on my iPhone 12 or 11 or 10s or whatever you have, um... In four or five years, they're going to look as bad as that. And Mm. I could be taking photos today that look like photos that the iPhone 20 might be taking. Mm. Right? That's really the only thing. And if you don't mind, like if you're like, no, the photos that my phone takes are fantastic and I love them. You're in Mm. bliss. This, this is the, that's the best place to be is to be happy with the things you have. Right. Uh, right. But that's the only thing. That is the only thing is like if you are regularly looking at your photos and you like them, nothing mm. beats that. Right. There's no tech product that beats liking the photos you have. My problem well, w- was that I wasn't no. liking the photos my phone was taking. That's important. Yeah. Yeah. I, I will say for me, that happened once with the current phone I have, and it has to do exactly with the problem you mentioned a while ago. Although for you, it was about the post-processing. But for me, it was, this looks good. Uh, like, what happened? Uh, I'll tell you a specific one. I, I took a photo. Like, I have one of those, like, Ziploc pouches you wear in your neck so you can take photos in the pool. Um, and I took a photo of my son uh, with portrait mode. And behind him was a mesh fence. And I took it, and it looked nice when I was in the pool looking through the plastic of the pouch. And I posted it on Instagram. Um, and I, 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 I rally against superficiality and shallowness. But I, so at the risk of sounding that way anyway, uh, I had posted it, and I kept on swimming. And a few hours later, I saw that uh, it had so-and-so, like a, a number of likes and comments and stuff from the parents and the grandparents. Uh, about about my son but i looked at the photo on my ipad and i could see like where portrait mode had fallen short because of course it did with a mesh fence behind it and droplets of water and it was just like objectively <laughs> that's, a, that's a really difficult situation <laughs> right and i didn't even like i'm not thinking of that when i'm taking a photo in the pool like i'm not thinking of photo quality it's just how does it look right now in two seconds oh cute I mean, and I'm not looking, you know, I'm not looking at the photo. I, this is what you're talking, this is why, this is how you're, how you're saying that it would not be perfect for me because I am not looking at qualities of photos the way a f- photographer would. Like, like literally, like not the same way. It would just be, how does it, but I do have eyeballs. <laughs> so, so using you know generally healthy through eyeglasses eyeballs yeah like i could see later like oh this is this is not a good photo like empirically yeah so i i would then have to edit it or not post it and that's fine like it's no big deal but it had already gotten like like it had already been seen there were people who commented on it and then then I felt weird and my thought was this would not have been a problem with an iPhone 12 pro you know really? <laughs> so, so then so 
Well, I mean, that's the thought. Like, it's not not the conclusion. I would not have been right, but you know, but but that's the like my brain went towards the like this is where your 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 pitch matters see yeah. this is where oh suddenly the camera is like oh well of course but then i also wouldn't be able to put the camera inside a ziploc bag and take it in the pool you know so it's it's very context specific but well, sort of, in that my, context my, 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 uh, there I'm are pretty sure my camera is waterproof so you could oh see i didn't even know that was a thing uh, let me. I did not know that real cameras are I'm, waterproof I'm now. Gonna, I'm just going to tappy tap here. And uh, is the Canon M50 Mark II waterproof? Uh, no. <laughs> 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 so, no, it is not. Never so, mind. Um, it's weather. No, it's not. Uh, yeah. uh, and it's not even weather sealed. Like I, it, like it can't rain mm. on this camera. So, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So the solution would have just been to not take a portrait mode photo, you know, like that's what I should have done. Here you go back to the best camera is the one you have with you, right? That's, you know, the the evergreen advice, which is just true. It is really true. And it's become more and more true over time, Mm. right? That's that was good advice back in the days where you only had uh, a dedicated camera as an option, right? But it's become more and more Mm. true as like pretty much every dingus we have has a camera on it now uh yeah so like you're right it's maybe not the best photo you ever took but you took it it exists and that's something Mm -hmm. in and of itself and no 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 dedicated camera is going to be in that situation for you Mm. right um so yeah i don't really have a way to pitch you a dedicated camera i don't think you need one (laughs) I think you're happy with where you right. are, and what? Who am I to be like you? You could be, you could be happier, right? Like you probably yeah. wouldn't be. It would probably sit in a drawer most of the time. Yeah, that's true. So that's almost certainly right. True. Right? It'd be yeah. I would say honestly, the way See, you live your life, I think the. I think if I were to pitch a dedicated <laughs> camera to you, it would be a drone. Mm. Right. I think you and your family would probably get a lot of use out of like that new Snapchat drone. Right. Right. That thing looks right. cool. And and then you could just have that thing floating around the pool taking photos. Mm. Right. Right. So, although I think it might only do video. Right. I don't know. I don't really know drones. But like yeah. drones are a type mm. of dedicated camera that people get and use and take kind the kinds of photos you can't take with other things. Right. Mm. That's something a smartphone can't do. Yeah. I think honestly, I think I'd be able to pitch you a drone way easier than a dedicated DSLR. I, I think that speaks to like why you, you would you're one of my favorite tech reviewers. <laughs> it's just so so honest and exciting and utterly unhelpful. <laughs> Honestly, I've, I've been Which, looking at that Snapchat drone yeah. and I'm like, ooh, yeah. I could yeah. get that. That's that's a fun <laughs> that's a fun looking gadget. <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you, as the other person on this podcast, I'm fully in support of you getting it. Right. Please get it. Yeah. That'd be great. Yeah. Um, yeah. This is this is like you telling me to wear. Two Apple Watches, you know? So go get it. <laughs> can I just can I just uh, bring this uh, back to politics for a quick second? As a way to sort of round <laughs> sure. out the show, because we started with a sure. with a political conversation. I think voting should work like the G one. <laughs> I like I, I don't like this tournament situation that most mm. democracies work on where you like have primaries and stuff and you slowly go through. I I think mm-hmm. I think when you go to vote you should have to fill in a round robin bracket, you mm. know? 
So you're, you're not necessarily voting for one person, although you could. You could just be like, I want this person to win every single matchup. Mm. But you're saying, who do I want? Who like do 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 I do I want th- this person to beat this person, or do I want you know? And, and then you have to go through the whole thing, right? And then tally up the points, right? right? I know, right. I know right. that's asking a lot. <laughs> yeah, but I actually think that would be better. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't disagree. I that, that is absolutely right. If anything comes out of this episode, I am pro mm. round robin bracketing. Hmm. You know, everything should be determined like the best of the Super Junior. I, I think I, I'm really glad you said that because I, I I I thought that we would only go so far as to say that purchasing decisions should be like the G1 Climax. But I like that literally like all foundational <laughs> society, society, the foundations of society should be determined by by the G1 Climax style. Yeah. Uh, eliminations. I yeah. think it makes a lot of sense because you know based what it would purely do? It would, on it would force conservatives. Yeah. It would force conservatives to be like, okay, but which Democrat do I want to beat? Which Democrat? Like you have to make that call mm-hmm. in like all right. the way down. You know, right, right. right. You're not. You're not. It would have been so helpful for blue. us. Sometimes some of them are blue no. versus blue. Sometimes it's two bad guys who have to poke each other in the eye for two minutes. That's exactly right. Right. Sometimes it's two good guys who just like do chain wrestling. Right? Sometimes that's the matchup. Mm. You know? And then you learn that one's maybe a little bit more evil than the other, and that's fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you should know. These are things people should know. Yes. When deciding their leaders. Right. That's true. I Wouldn't that be... You, here's the thing, right? <laughs> like, I... Okay, no, I'm becoming like an evangelist for this now. Because <laughs> <laughs> we had, I had to well, for, it, it I had, makes sense. I had nine people, I think, in my thing that I had to choose from mm. yesterday when I voted. It was nine people. But I only mm. got to choose one. But what if I got to choose who would win between all nine mm-hmm. of them, at, like, in every single one-on-one matchup? I think I probably would have ended up with a better choice, you know? All right. Right? And then rank them. And then you get to then you get to do ranked voting, which is better than, than single voting. Yes. I agree. Yeah. I wish we had that. Yeah. Yeah. So, like Australia, I think, has something like that. Yeah, they do. Yeah. It it works better. Mm. You end up with a more representative government. Yes. <laughs> Which is the yes. point. And, <laughs> and the best camera, too. I mean, the best camera for you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love how unshakable you are. Yes. Yes, the best camera for you, and also the best government for everyone. I I do so, very much agree with the sentiment that the best camera is the one you have with you. That like that period, mm. like period, end of sentence. That is the best. Like because you're right, Mike. I I spent a lot of time working on my camera, researching this thing, buying mm. this thing. But if it's sitting in a drawer, it's not very useful to me. Mm. I need to like put it somewhere where I can always see it. <laughs> yes, that's what I. Have that to is do. what you need to do. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe it shouldn't live in a drawer. Maybe that's the problem. <laughs> yes, maybe that's the problem, Sawyer. Maybe it needs to be out. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's. I I I I hope you don't think I'm being condescending because I get it. No, not but at all. It, but I have to acknowledge and point out the humor of what you said. Yeah. Because, like, I you know I if I hadn't. If I haven't posted anything on Instagram in three weeks, it would not be because my phone was in a drawer. So yeah, no. Like, when, so when was the last time anybody ever turned their phone off and put it in a drawer? <laughs> right. 
Exactly. But, but you know, this is why you're you and this is why I'm me. And I, I feel like, I'll tell you this, the, the, not that this is the point. Like, it ultimately doesn't matter, but I just wanted to say it that, that like, you telling me that the, the photos you've taken were on automatic mode are a heck of a selling point to me because DSLRs and SLRs and mirrorless cameras, all of them were so, are so intimidating to me. Mm. Uh, so, like, this is, I think we talked about this uh, a few seasons back or maybe even before in some old podcast that you and I did. Yeah, might have. Uh, but, yeah, but, uh, like they are scary to me, and the the smartphone thing has democratized good photography yeah. in so many ways. Uh, in that I don't even have to know about aperture and lighting, and you know I don't have to know. Yeah. I just and I I just go back to what you struggled to get to in this this process. It just for me it was as simple as what do my eyeballs like, and uh and to to to, to trim everything in between that for a device like the camera plus the fact that it will almost certainly be as good possibly better than the iphone 20 camera is a heck of a selling point uh, except for the fact that it's the drawer and you know you hadn't used it in that's, two weeks so you know aside from that yeah no that's <laughs> <laughs> you know you want to know when yeah. i use my phone in those three weeks <laughs> i know <laughs> I know. Uh, we thought we, we talk a lot. Yes, I. <laughs> I know you use it more than your camera. That's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> so. No. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, thank you for talking through this with me. No, it's so great. It's so. Thank you for sharing it. This is so great. This is one of my favorites. Oh, good. This is. Yeah. This is the. Because it gives us, you know, I mean, I love processing things with you just mm. uh, for its own sake, you know, like just because we do it is a thing I enjoy doing. But yeah. this is processing. And also, like, here is a way forward, you know, <laughs> like, here's a way out of this, yeah. you know, uh, I mean, I'd still like to do this podcast, but this is a heck of a thing. Mm-hmm. The G1 Climax, you know, best of the super juniors. This is this is absolutely a life helpful thing. So I'd like to see how it pans out. I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm grateful gonna, for this. I'm well, thank try you. to start making more decisions based on this this bracket style. Yeah. And I'll see if that's... Yeah, I'm going to try to. I'll see if that's like horrible, actually. Like, you know, it's very possible that I'll come back and like, no, 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 don't do democracy like this. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out it's the worst it, method. Well, it seems like Australia is doing better than America, you know, and doing better than the Philippines. Mm, so mm. maybe, you know, there, there's some merit there. Mm-hmm. Although I cannot verify if they are actually doing the best of the super juniors, <laughs> might not be it. The the best of the super juniors is truly happening in our hearts. I think that's <laughs> that's the that's right. The, thank you that's for chatting. The lesson. Yeah. Thank you. All right. And I guess uh, next time, what do you want to do? Do you do you want to pick a topic for next time? You want to leave it as a surprise? I. You know. I. I honestly. I wasn't joking. I think this is a game changer because now I'm like looking at my recent decisions through this lens. Yeah. Like the iPad, like I hinted at it with the iPad, and I I don't necessarily want to spend an episode on the iPad because uh, we've touched on all the iPad things in the past. But uh, like feelings wise, mm-hmm. I like it, but I am so aware of its shortcomings. But you know, like I, it's glaring to me that the iPad Mini is not an iPad Pro. I like, okay, no, I think that this has to be our next topic because I. I have a counterweight to your iPad mini story ah, that I think ah, yes. that I think would be fascinating to con- compare and contrast, which is Oh, let's let's do that then. And, 
which is which and is also, an Android tablet. <laughs> which is all oh, right, 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 right. No, you mentioned this. Yeah, and I, so I, no, I and think also, that would actually be fun. And you were the one who wanted the iPad Mini, f- the this one. Oh, you wanted this I, oh, I when it came do. out. I still do. And I, and and I didn't. So I was like, eh. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, okay, okay. We got to show then. Okay, that's it. We'll do that next time. <laughs> Right, this is fun, man. I love this. I love this. Too. All right. Bye. Bye.